baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Love this cat. Hi, welcome back. Thursday edition Dana and Parks program. Uh, Story here from California for the first time in her 65-year history. Barbie will be decked out in the colors of this year's Super Bowl champion. Head of the February 11th game between the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers. Mattel announcing its first Super Bowl champion doll. Yep. Which will be decked out in the colors of the winning team. According to a news release, the world's most famous doll will be one of the three items offered after the big game. There will also be a Fisher-Price Little People collector and an Uno fandom deck. Oh, man, they should totally do it before with both teams. Uh, the Barbie doll, by the way, with the winning team's colors will cost you 30 bucks. That will be a collector's item. And I think there will be just as many adults buying that and sticking it on a shelf as children. And, of course, whoever loses, that's all going to be sent over to... No, uh, no, no, no. It's the two that are in the Super Bowl. With the, with the kids in some faraway... Dan, do not some, say that. They're going to get some Barbie dolls with a bunch of 49ers. Uh, <laughs> really? Let's hope. Well, what? Let's... Do not come in here and pee on my happy Barbie story. We well, just said they would ship off Barbies with 49ers jerseys to some far-off country. Just that means the Chiefs were, are going that, to win. No, just that comment. It, no, we are not going to talk about that. No. they got to print them all before anyway. Talk about what? You guys... <laughs> People in need of clean water systems do not want a Barbie with a San Francisco 49ers no, jersey they, they on it. They want a Chiefs oh Super Bowl champion t-shirt. I, 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 I've literally been back one day and I'm leaving. <laughs> to be fair, they don't want the used t-shirts anyway that didn't get used you know for what? the winners. I, I, we've, been, we've been here all along. <laughs> what are they saying the average um, Super Bowl consumer is going to spend on jersey stuff for the game? So like San Francisco fans and Chiefs fans. Because did you see all of the posts over the last couple of days with, like, people who have every single hat in that collection from every oh. single divisional playoff, every single, what's the next one called, playoff, and every single... Conference championship. Yep, Super Bowl. There are people that are collecting all things Chiefs since Mahomes got here. Now, that's wow. something I'd collect. I don't know that I'm going to buy the Barbie. I would, I would buy the hats. Uh, one lucky child received a once-in-a-lifetime surprise, free tickets to the Super Bowl, and that surprise came at the hands of quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Now that the Chiefs are headed to Vegas, that makes the surprise that much more special. Variety KC was selected by the 15 Mahomes Foundation to give tickets away to one of the children that it serves. Only Patrick Mahomes could pull this off, and to have this huge win, so the first thing we thought of after we won, was how excited we were for the family, said Variety KC's Mark Harrell. The organization helps children with special needs and disabilities by providing medical devices and equipment that are not covered by insurance. Isaac Murdoch Did you was the lucky recipient. hear that, I think, didn't Patrick meet this kiddo, I don't know, several months ago or something as part of something with 15 in the Mahomies, 
and said to him, if we win and we go to the Super Bowl, I'm taking you with me. He said it. Like, you're going to go, buddy. And he said, I promise you, you're going to go. And then this makes good on that promise. He made the promise back in December. Oh, so great. When he met him. He met him in December. uh, And you're right. And uh, young Isaac, God bless him, he's 13 years old. He is paralyzed from the waist down, has been in a wheelchair his entire life. Uh, however, that has not stopped him from wanting to be an athlete. Plays in a wheelchair basketball league. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you got? Okay, so mark your calendars for, we think, Wednesday, February 14th is a likely that's a bad that's a bad bad idea. On Valentine's Day for the Chiefs parade and then this announcement just in from the Power and Light District. They are announcing plans for a Red Kingdom block party on February 11th. That would be next Sunday, February 11th. Uh it says hello, the Kansas City Power and Light District is once again Gearing up for an electrifying celebration in honor of this Mm -hmm. year's most anticipated football game. Plans for the district's watch party that will take place on Sunday, February 11th, are included uh, in this release below. It's going to be bigger and better than ever in KC Live. They're going to have a day-long celebration next Sunday, in two Sundays, including live music, giveaways, two stages with LED screens, photo opportunities, and more. Well, I think I think hosting the parade on Valentine's Day is a mistake. Let's go back to this party. After welcoming more than 10,000 people to Power and Light for last year's Red Kingdom block party, they are expecting to shatter that number this year. Uh, by the way, that is the actual Super Bowl watch party they are hosting there. Okay, but then why does this say there's something else that's going to be live on the 11th? Is that well, no, the that day? Would be, that, yeah, okay. that's the day of the okay. Super Bowl. It's on my mom's birthday. Pardon so me, it's festivities it. prior to the game. So th- this is this is a day-long Super Bowl party is got what it. they're announcing. Now, wait. The Red Kingdom block party is only open to guests ages 18 and up, and you have to buy tickets. It says ticket for the event on sale now at powerandlightdistrict.com slash events. Okay. You are urged to purchase those tickets well in advance. I, I think uh, – it and streets are going to be blocked off, by the way, for – that party's Super Bowl Sunday. They're, they're, they're getting sure. tens of thousands of people are going to be down there. Sure. I don't know that I would want to watch it in that packed of a venue. Hell no. Like, think about, but they will overflow power and light for oh, that. Oh, for sure. I mean, they do it for, for yeah. soccer games. They do it for. Well, you know, and I think you and I would be singing a different tune if we were 25 years oh, old. Oh, absolutely. My son will be but, down there. He'll be like, wait, yeah. what is this? But. At our age, I'm just I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna park my butt right on my couch and enjoy the game. Okay. What confused me is the 14th is the would be the parade. So Sunday, Correct. February 11th is the watch party. That's the day of the game. Correct. Have to buy tickets online. Then the 14th they're kicking around for the parade, and it's gonna be if if the Chiefs win. If the Chiefs win, what couple hundred thousand dollars they're uh, earmarking for that? But but see, back to my point. I, I think if the Chiefs were to win the Super Bowl, yeah, hosting the parade on Valentine's Day. I mean, why? Well, if if I'm a local restaurant owner, I'm totally opposed. Well, we've been everybody's here canceling their well, we, their we, reservations. We have been here before. We Scott, know that it has to be held within a certain it, time frame after. Yes, the because, actual be, game. Be, be, because somebody's going to Disney World and all the other players are then on planes the, back to their vacations, the, the, home base, the, then hosted on Tuesday or Thursday. We'd have to go back and look. Was this not done on Valentine's Day? The last no. I don't know. 
It was several the times. Day no. after Valentine's Day last year, February 15th, it was also the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I think they have to do it on the Wednesday. Why do they have to do it on Wednesday? Oh, Maybe ask. the logistics for the city, the municipal logistics for everything. I'll ask now, and if I get an answer and, before the end of the, the break, I'll tell a, you. With a week and a half to spare, we... Well, they only have could, a couple of days because they don't know if they're going to win or not. Right, I understand. Yeah. But, but you can still make the logistics. Yeah, I mean, they've got a plan. We've been here before. In case. I mean, you know. You know, they're not going to say, oh, well, hey, we just won the Super Bowl. Oh, we better get to work on plans for a no, This no, is no, going to no. come in handy for those that don't have any gifts right. on <laughs> Valentine's Day. I love you. reservations. Happy Valentine's Day. We're going to a parade. We're going no, to a parade. But I, I have the, – the reason I mentioned that I think it's a bad idea is in part because I've received – direct messages on Facebook from people who are in the hospitality industry okay. who have said it is with great fear that if the Chiefs were to win the Super Bowl, they would have the parade on Valentine's Day. This would crush my business because we get so much business, and I've gotten more than one direct okay. message about this. And we saw this with the draft. Yeah. We saw this within the draft. My, 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 my phone is, has just exploded. My, my business relies so heavily on the amount of money that we make on Valentine's Day because of the kind okay. of business Two we're in. Two people, including Jamie Monticelli, uh, just texted me the exact same thing at the same time. This is an NFL rule. The parade must be held within 72 hours of the game. The other text said, I just heard on another news show, it is based on an NFL requirement in part, what I said, the players need to get back home to, to wherever it is they're going. So this is a players association yeah. agreement with the Contractually, NFL. Contractually, we are done. We will give you 72 hours after the so, Super Bowl, and we're done. So the players association is, has bargained with the NFL. Yeah. If if my team were to win the Super yeah. Bowl, we want that held within 72 it's, hours. It's like teachers I, don't want to still be in class June 15th. That remains consistent with the 2020 parade that was on February 5th, the following Wednesday. We're going to take some calls on this, and here's why. We did hear some grumbling after the NFL draft that l- the restaurants around the draft felt like people weren't coming in to eat. And now on that for that snapshot in time, I thought that was silly. You, you don't go down to an all-day enormous event and then pop across the street and go to a fancy restaurant. You just, you just don't. But what concessions could be made to business owners around there where you would guide people into that I mean, business? And I mean, half the people are going to be so schnockered. I don't know that you want. Yeah. Well, one, one, one thing you could do, especially in regards to people getting all schnockered uh, in the interest of helping or at least protecting uh, small restaurateurs or people who are in the hospitality industry, you could have the parade at 10 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning. Oh. Get it over with. Get everybody out of there by noon. We're going to take some calls on this because Shane is holding and says his wife works down there and is panicking. Could have it on Tuesday, which is Mardi Gras. I just said that. Yeah. Nine one three five eight six seven. Oh yeah, let's blend Mardi Gras with the Chiefs parade. Well, I just no. I just simply said let's move it to Tuesday. Let's not have it on Wednesday. Let's do it on the thirteenth. Oh, I think those two things colliding is a bad idea. Bad idea. Telephone number is nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Who's on vomit patrol? Five eight six seven seven nine eight. Here on Dana and Parks. So we were mentioning just prior to the break that 
if, and let's knock on wood, because we're all superstitious. See what I did See there? See what I did there? Uh-huh. Jinx. <laughs> um, that if the Chiefs were to win the Super Bowl two Sundays from now, that the city is already making plans for the parade to be on Wednesday, February 14th. That would be Valentine's Day. And I was mentioning just prior to the break that I have been direct messaged on Facebook by a number of people who are in the, I'll just tell you, they're in the floral industry. I wasn't even thinking about flowers. I'm going to be honest. Who have said to me on Facebook in direct message, God forbid if that parade is on Valentine's Day, it is going to destroy our business. We will not be able to deliver flowers through downtown because downtown will all but be shut down. And let's be honest, the two two of the three major highways in this town run right through downtown Kansas City. Shane in Olathe. Shane, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, good afternoon. Uh, well, you actually just said it. Um, my, my wife actually works in Western Shawnee, um, but their wholesaler yep. is downtown. So just to be able to get the flowers. And then you also have to think about, well, most likely they're going to shut down the schools. They're going to shut down a lot of businesses. People are just going to go. And most of those deliveries are going to be two businesses. Um, they just do, they, I mean, they bring in drivers, you know, that normally don't work during that time. It is crazy. I, you know, she'll tell me a couple of weeks before, Hey, see you later. I'll see you after Valentine's day. Um, and, and that's just how busy it is. And, and she's, she's worried right now because like I said, not only will they not be able to deliver downtown, but it's going to affect the whole city because the wholesaler is downtown. It's a multifaceted problem. The wholesaler is downtown, which I didn't know Shane. And then also if they shut down businesses or schools so people can go to the parade, Mm -hmm. then how are you delivering flowers to teachers, to staff members? Then think about this. If a million people or 800,000 people go downtown, for the parade. And, and I'm all for the parade. I, I'm not trying to poo-poo the party. Don't get me wrong. How many people are then canceling their reservations for dinner that night? Yeah. Because, let, let's be honest. Uh, you know, We have reservations for Saturday, the 10th. But most people are not going to make reservations for the 11th. You remember last year, we, t- yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we tried to go to Silos uh, on Super Bowl Sunday for like a noon lunch and they were closed because nobody was going to go to restaurants on Super Bowl Sunday. But people might want to go on Wednesday, sure, Saturday. Uh, but if you have reservations for dinner on on Wednesday night, oh, but we want to go to the parade, we want to take the kids down to the parade, first thing you're going to do is cancel those reservations for Wednesday night. I wonder also to what extent it just hurts businesses overall that so many people leave to go see the game. Mm-hmm. 913-586-7798. Mary in North Kansas City. Mary, good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon. Hi. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, I'm a floral designer in North Kansas City, and um, actually in Parkville, Missouri. And we are already panicked about the possibility of the parade. We want our Chiefs to win. We want the parade. But, yes, the deliveries, as the previous caller said, it's going to be a nightmare because, you know, people won't be home. They won't be able to accept the flowers. 
They won't be at their business. They won't be at school. And then how much of walk-in will we get? That's a big, huge factor in our, you know, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. So we're trying to be proactive and we're trying to see if customers would be willing to accept deliveries on Tuesday yes. or Thursday because we don't want to, you know, cry about it because we want the happiness for the city. But we also, this is one of our big holidays. We have to, this is what we depend on through the year. The, the whole so sale- we're just hoping, yeah, everything. I mean, the wholesalers, a lot of ours are up north, so in North Kansas City. So, but we also have the ones downtown. And so it's just going to be a logistics craziness for us to accomplish our goals and to hope that we get the support from our community and the support from our loyal customers to help keep our business going strong. But, but, but Mary, the, the wholesalers, don't even take them into account for a moment. Just getting the product to the people who have ordered it. Yeah. If you've got to drive yeah, through a downtown area that is, you know, wall-to-wall cars or shut down in some areas, that, that's got to yeah, even add to the frustration. Yeah. Thankfully, we don't do a whole lot of orders in the downtown direct area, but we are on the outskirts of that area. And so, yes, it will affect us, especially traffic on the highways getting to and from. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's just, it's going to be interesting for sure. (laughs) Very interesting. Um, You know, understand the rules, but also keep in mind the rules are probably instated. I don't know this as a fact, but they're probably instated back when they didn't have the extra week of football, which has hence pushed the Super Bowl back by one week. The Super Bowl used to be two weeks before Valentine's Day, and there was never an issue with that. But now that they've pushed it back by adding the game, that's also in turn affected all of us. It also is Ash Wednesday that Wednesday. So there's a lot of different things going on. Valentine's Day is also Ash Wednesday? It is. Yes, it is. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's been interesting when we're going to do everything we can to be proactive with our customers and make sure that everybody's happy. Um, but we just know that there's going to be someone who's not going to be home. The delivery won't get made. You know, it'll just be it'll be Mary. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling. And this is one of the reasons we love the show so much. You know, the, the restaurant industry and bars around downtown are super important. I would not have independently even thought about floral. And, and mm-hmm. that is, you know, I don't know that that. They make all of their money on Valentine's Day to keep them afloat for the rest sure, of the year. Sure but make it's, a lot of it. It's a big one mm-hmm. on that day. Sure. You bet. 913-586-7798. Sam Stevie the Third. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So one of the things I can assure you is the city hears you and is very aware that there are going to be some issues that need to be addressed if the parade happens the way I think it's going to on Wednesday, which is Valentine's Day. There are a couple reasons for it. Um, the team won't even arrive back until very late Monday night. Mm. So there's really not enough time to prep, get everyone prepared, who's going where. There isn't enough time to get the cars in that they need for the route or the buses that they used last time, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, staff needs time to get everything set up and put 
into place. Um, so just know that they are working on this. Uh, I think they've met with civic groups, churches, business leaders to make this as pain-free as possible and also still make it enjoyable for everybody. Uh, and real quick, if you are traveling south out of the Grandview Triangle, if you're trying to get to Belton or Grandview or something down that way, uh, avoid 49 Highway. We've been getting texts about it all afternoon. I know Lori's been hitting it in the traffic, but uh, it, it's more than a slowdown. We're getting texts saying that people are not moving at all. It's construction. I don't see any wrecks on the scout cams, uh, but it has been backed up since 2 o'clock when we came on the air. Yeah, a guy on the text I just wrote in, I-49 is not a slowdown. We are parked. I'm planning to sleep here tonight. Uh, I'm getting average speeds of 9 mile an hour uh, on the scout cams, which I didn't know they had that tech. That's pretty is it cool. A, it's a wreck, Sam? Uh, it's just construction. Oh, my. Just that All that for construction? There, I don't see any wrecks along the route. Uh, from the text line, uh, if the Chiefs were to win the Super Bowl, let's just forego the parade. Okay. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no. That is not going to happen. Uh, Bob in Kansas City. Bob, hello. All right. How are you guys doing? We're doing really well, man. Thank you for asking. Hey, I was just going to comment about the uh, timing of the parade, but uh, Miss Wright just uh, explained to me why it's going to wait until Wednesday instead of Tuesday. So that explained all everything. Yeah, and, and Bob, the Mardi Gras thing, I just don't know that we would want to merge Mardi Gras. I just don't well, know. Well, that. I mean, it's two drunken events. Let's just do them yeah. all both in one day. <laughs> I, I agree with that. <laughs> two drunken events. Is, yeah. Now, you won't know. You save money. You want it to go back twice, right? I right? suppose. I mean, let, let's all consolidate it into one day and not <laughs> spread it out over 48 hours. I have there to make a some... comment. Do you mind if I make a quick comment? Please. I've been listening to the show steadily for about three weeks now. I'm kind of new. I've heard you in the past. Where but... have you been, Bob? I, I I get off work at two and I go home and do things, but now I've been listening to you. I get in my car. I have to say this. If you don't smile when I hear Dana Wright laugh, you have no soul. <laughs> You're very sweet, that Bob. Just, Thank you for it. That's just awesome. You guys are fun to listen to. All right, be well, well Bob. welcome on board. Thanks. I don't know where you've been, Bob, but we're glad to have you. Only, well, only been here for 3,000 shows, but... <laughs> Dustin in Odessa. Hello, Dustin. Bob is tardy. Hi, Dustin. Hey, how are you all doing? Um, We're doing well. So I was listening about all this flowery, flower stuff. You know, if these flower distributors would think outside the box, what they would do is they would set, set up booths along the route and sell flowers right there as well. Maybe offer a discount card, like a $20 off for next Valentine's Day. If That's they a great allow idea. deliveries on Tuesdays or Thursdays. Now... You know, that those $20, I guarantee you, you're going to make that bank, you know, selling flowers along the route on Valentine's Day. Most definitely. Yeah, but I, I, th I think most flower distributors would say, we're going to be so busy with Valentine's Day, we wouldn't even have time to park it down on the route. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Not to mention, I'm sure that uh, the city and or the NFL would like to have some say in you capitalizing off their event. I don't think the the food vendors down there are getting out scot free. No, and and let's knock on wood again. Let's not get ahead yes. of ourselves here, guys. I know. I'm just yet. saying everyone has to be planning now because you can't just wake up on you know Monday and go, oh yeah, we need to have a parade. You know, they, it, all of that planning but, has to be going but, on right but, now. But, but back to your source who said um, 
we can't do it Tuesday. The players don't get back until late Monday. We got to get the vehicles lined up. Well, the vehicles would be lined up by Wednesday. Why couldn't yeah. you just yeah. pre? Because the street, the streets have to actually be shut down. Do they not? Yes, the they, day before. Well, Grand would have. I think they go down Grand, if I'm not mistaken. Um, isn't that right, Sam? You, you yes. Went, you went down on the parade one year. I did. Uh, it, it's on Grand, right? Yes. Okay. So, uh, if you're making plans right now for Wednesday to get the cars ready, the buses, whatever the players ride on, um, and the police department is making arrangements to shut down Grand, why can't you just make those arrangements for Tuesday? The, the players, yeah. the players, if, if the players get in late Monday, I, I understand that, and I, I, I hear where you're coming from, Dana, but they couldn't be at, you know, sixth and Grand by one o'clock Tuesday afternoon. Oh, pardon me, it travels down Maine. <laughs> I, I don't know, Maine, Scott. Right, sixth and Maine. I think the city leaders know better than we do, and let me just say this: okay. I am not dismissing anyone's concerns, but they know about this. They hear you, and. Dot, dot, dot. What a great problem for us to have. Do you know how many cities right now would give their left arm to be discussing what we are discussing on this very program today and did discuss last year and did discuss two years before that? What what other cities would give to be in our position? Let's all be thankful for it and like work in a meaningful way to make this happen to the benefit of everybody. We are, we are experiencing, to the great credit of this town, what Boston experienced for 15 years. Yeah. Where every year or every other year your team's going to the Super Bowl, every other year they win the Super Bowl. We are blessed beyond measure. Just and, have it on Thursday from the text line. Yeah, but Dana said that they, there's an NFL rule that by, you've got to have it. It is an the- NFL rule, and by Thursday, the players are already on planes. Not all players live here. That's true. Some of them do, and we are so thrilled for it, but not everybody does. That is their free time, and it is an NFL rule that they are out of here by Thursday. Which I would imagine, as I mentioned before in the previous segment, this is something that has probably been uh, negotiated and agreed upon between the NFL, and, and and you can't blame the NFL. I'm sure the Players Association is the one that came up with this rule Yeah, and told the NFL, when we sign our new contract, uh, whoever the winning team is of the Super Bowl, they've got to have that parade within 72 hours because we want to go home. And Dana's right. Sure, Patrick Mahomes lives here in Kansas City. Probably will, probably will make his life in Kansas City. Travis Kelsey's probably the same way. Eh, I could see him going to New York or L.A. Uh, Having said that, um, the players don't all live here. And some of them want to go home. Back to Texas or back to Florida or New York, wherever they're from. But you can also understand the frustration of the florists who are saying, oh, great, your billion-dollar team is going to kill my business because this is half my year's revenue. But I think with people like Mary in charge of, of the floral community, they will think outside of the box and figure out a way to get this well, done. Well, it's, and, and they're going to have to. Absolutely. And it's probably going to include um, picking up their flowers a couple days early. I'm going to look and see if I can find one of these uh, texts that I got on my uh, direct message. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Anyway, I, I'll look for it during the break. But But I got several messages on Facebook from primarily people who are in the floral industry saying, my God, if they have this on Valentine's Day, we are screwed. 
Where is the wholesaler located? Huh? Wholesaler located. Where do you find the wholesaler? <laughs> you want Sprite with that? Um, is it like right there? Like I, I don't know. Fifteenth and Grand. I, I. But the flowers have to come from somewhere, That's and right. shocker, they don't come from the store. So if it's true that the central wholesaler is downtown, that's a problem. That's a problem. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight here on Dana and Parks. All right, this is according to family members who have spoken with the New York Post. But we are to understand that the toxicology reports are done regarding the three men who were found dead in the yard of a Northland man. Uh, early toxicology reports, they a couple more weeks, they'll dig in deeper, things like that. Okay. Th- this is breaking just now. At the New York Post. I will, I will tell you, authorities are not yet ready to comment about it but again this is the new york post reporting uh, breaking just in the last few minutes and what are they saying uh they are saying cocaine and other illegal drugs they do not specify what other illegal drugs were reportedly found in toxicology reports from the three kansas city chiefs fans who were found frozen to death outside of a home last month this is according to news nation family members of david harrington clayton mcginney and ricky johnson had been anxiously awaiting the results of the report to offer clues as to what happened to the three friends before they were discovered outside of Jordan Willis's Kansas City rental home on January 9th, two days after the Chiefs played their final uh, regular season game. Drug use had been speculated as a contributing factor in the deaths. Duh. Willis checked himself into rehab for substance abuse after his three friends were found dead, according to his parents. Uh, let me go down a little further. Here we go. Um, Willis's lawyer said the man was, quote, asleep on the couch for two days while his friend's loved ones frantically tried to contact him. According to Kansas City Police Captain Jake Messina, uh, this case is 100% not being investigated as a homicide. Friends were at the home to watch the Chiefs game. So they found cocaine and, quote, other illegal drugs. These are This is according to family members, not the police. So everything I found when I was researching toxicology reports uh, earlier in earlier discussions about this case is that it is two to four to get the early stages of the tox report. If they find something, that's when it goes to the six to eight week window to get the full report. Mm, okay. So this tells me this is that two to four early report. They found something. You know, we might come back to this at five o'clock. We're working on getting a couple of attorneys on to the program to talk about these types of cases. When has a crime been committed and when has a crime not been committed? Mm -hmm. And we mentioned this a little earlier in the program. I think it is much too early to speculate in this case. But we, we have friends of the program who are attorneys who have handled cases like this who will tell you, Scott, there is a set of circumstances under which you would expect to see criminal charges and a set of circumstances under which you would not expect to see criminal charges. I, I don't think this brings us any closer to that answer. I think it confirms what we've all long suspected and what law enforcement has sort of 
said without saying up until this point. All right, we'll get it. We'll get into more of this in in the uh, five o'clock hour of the program. A couple of stories just to bring to your attention: Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin uh, apologized today for not properly handling and communicating his cancer diagnosis and treatment to President Joe Biden. Uh, I, I actually watched this press conference. He was incredibly apologetic, uh, stoic, if I can use that word, uh, and readily admitted that he had made a mistake. Said the defense secretary, I want to be crystal clear. We did not handle this right. I did not handle this right. I should have told the president about my cancer diagnosis. I should have also told my team and the American public, and I take full responsibility. I apologize to my teammates. And I apologize to the American people. The defense secretary said he wanted to make clear there were no gaps in authority and no risk to the department's command and control during his hospitalization. I find that very hard to believe. He said that the Pentagon has already instituted new procedures to ensure that no future lapses occur regarding notification. Uh, I I listened to this news conference, and I I thought he did a very good job of falling on his own sword. Having said that, the defense secretary was also asked, what did your deputy know and when did she know it? And his answer was, and I'll paraphrase, but be close enough to be dangerous, I don't know. She was in Puerto Rico. Now, granted, we're well aware that is part of the United States. But she had to be whisked away to a secure location and then brought back immediately from vacation to Washington. The defense secretary went in for surgery due to complications from his original prostate cancer surgery on January 1st. He said during the news conference today that he was back on the job mentally astute but not physically capable of going back to the office on January 5th. So for four days... No one knew where the defense secretary was except for his closest advisors and aides. We've said it before on the program. We will say it again. He should be fired. He should be fired. That's the easiest way to say it. There is no excuse for how that unfolded. Absolutely not. Uh, if I am president, and he said he, he did also say during the news conference that he had personally apologized to the president, and I'm using his word here, the president offered him grace. And accepted his apology. Did not ask for a resignation. And he never thought of resigning. He shouldn't have to resign. He should be fired. What he did was so unbelievably irresponsible. As someone who is that high up in the chain of command. Especially at a time like today. Where the United States is dealing with all of these international conflicts. And certainly... uh, we saw what happened earlier the, over the weekend, sadly, in Jordan with the three U.S. service members. To not tell your boss, I am incapacitated, I am out of the mix for four days, is inexcusable and unforgivable. Quick break for the news. Dan Weinbaum has that coming up in two minutes. We're trying to line up a couple of um, interviews after the news regarding the breaking news on the uh, deaths of the three men in the Northland, and we will get to that straight ahead. Stick with us. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 